0: Hello! We are three friends who like playing tabletop games and thought it would be fun to create characters based on movie and TV characters for role-playing games. I'm Karina, and I'm joined by-
1: Ian and Matt.
0: And this is Hollywood Hollywood Rolls. Rolls.
2: I know you're not the real Santa Claus. I'm old enough to know how it works, but I also know that you work for him. I'd like you to give him a message. This is extremely important. Will you please tell Santa that instead of presents this year, I just want my family back. No toys, nothing but Peter, Kate, Buzz, Megan, Lenny, and Jeff, and my aunt and my cousins. And if he has time, my Uncle Frank, okay? Heat up some nutritious macaroni and cheese, watch some rubbish on TV, and make sure you set all the traps by 9pm, because this week we are building Kevin McAllister from the 1990 hit comedy, Home Alone. So now is the part on the podcast where I confess. No, I actually,
1: I, I absolutely watch. I Come Alone say, so much. <laughs>
0: I was tempted to ask. Fuck before. you, Matt. Go home. <laughs> <laughs> I was so tempted to ask before we started recording. You've seen this, right? <laughs> yeah. No, I have absolutely seen this movie.
1: I, I had forgotten how much the movie really wanted to drive home several points. So, mm. like, I had forgotten that he did the aftershave ah line twice. Like, mm-hmm. I just oh, remember yeah. that being important. I did not remember that being a repeat thing, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the fact that the uh, Absolutely Filthy Angels uh, <laughs> appears three times in the first movie. So filthy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, when you make up your own movie for your movie, yeah, you yeah. Want to gotta like...
2: milk that for all it's <laughs> worth. I don't think I knew that until I was an adult, that that was a made-up movie. movie.
0: That was the thing that I saw that I don't remember how, like, I think fairly recently that, like, Seth Rogan tweeted something out going, I just learned to try the son of a movie, and everybody else in the millennial age went, What? <laughs> what? <laughs>
1: Keep yeah. the change, you yeah, filthy animal. animal.
0: It's like, oh, I'm old enough to watch that because I'm not scared anymore. I'm not scared anymore. I can watch this movie. Oh, it doesn't exist. Okay.
2: I did not realize when I was a kid watching this movie that the little cousin is his brother. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I love Kieran Culkin. I was like... Now watching it, I'm like oh yeah, it kind the of looks like him. Yeah, for sure. okay. I we <laughs> sat down to,
0: to to do our like watch for the yeah for the podcast. I was like that, that's it's like that's his brother, Kieran. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, Kieran, you know that show you watch, Succession? I know I need to watch it too, but I have not yet. And Ian has watched. It. I'm like Succession, Kieran Culkin. He's like, what? I'm like that's Kieran Culkin,
2: <laughs> the kid down on the Pepsi. <laughs> no, I like him as an actor. I just it I had no idea yep. that he was. I I, I loved his. um. Dangerous Lives of Altar Boys was a great yeah. movie that he Scott did. Scott Pilgrim, yeah. yeah, Succession. Yeah, oh, so good in Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> His first uh, appearance, Yep, that film.
2: So speaking of other things that I just didn't realize about my youth and this movie's impact on it. Sure. Like the score, John Williams, really oh, yeah. like, mm-hmm. that's what I think of as Christmas theme oh, music sure. now. I When I hear that, I would not have placed that as – from home alone that like i would have thought like that's previous existing holiday music right i feel like there's some lineage here from some of the background pieces to the
1: and like it's already there in the Christmas music to begin with, but it gets so much closer to Danny Elfman's "This Is Halloween." Um, and, and
0: there's some Tchaikovsky in there. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, we had we had this soundtrack. It, my mom probably still plays it. Uh, it would just be on the uh, rotation of Christmas music. I should start, she immediately
2: recognized it today yeah. when I, was, yeah. I put it on. The, my mom was visiting today.
0: <laughs> and, <yeah. laughs> oh, Halloween! <Home Alone. laughs> like oh, Home
2: Alone soundtrack. <laughs> yep,
0: it was on regular rotation. Absolutely, it's like this is this is Christmas music time.
1: It's good. It's good Christmas music. It's I mean, great. it's John Williams. It's John Williams, so. <laughs> but also
0: like the more that I think, like felt about it too, watching this, and I was like, I'm getting like big Harry Potter vibes. Yeah. I wonder mm-hmm. why that is. Like, oh, John Williams is scoring a Chris Columbus movie, and you sometimes know? it's around the holidays. <laughs> I see you. Funny that. <laughs>
2: So speaking of being like a traditional Christmas movie, I, I came across the fact that I thought was hilarious. Poland considers this to be a traditional movie, and they air it on national TV every year, have done since 1990.
0: I also saw that fact. I and, don't know and quite were, why. <laughs> I don't know
2: why, but apparently in 2010, they were not going to do it, and there was a 90,000-person protest
0: about it. That's amazing. It this is part of our identity. How dare you? <laughs>
1: Also mentioning it being a Christmas movie, both movies definitely feel like Christmas movies, but the second movie has more overt other Christmassy things, I think mostly because he's in his home and there's like Christmas decorations up and there's yeah. the ornaments and stuff. But like the, the second movie also has him going to the toy store and
0: Rockefeller Center because Rockefeller Center, yeah. he wants a Christmas tree, not a palm bump, tree. Bump.
1: Oh, sorry, uh, 30 Rock is the only thing I can think of when I see that statue now. Uh, <laughs> but beyond just also both being Christmas movies, the second movie just feels like it is so much just like, we're going to recreate the first movie, we're just going to do the same thing again.
2: To, to the point where, like,
0: like a harder, like yeah, yeah, like Looney Tunes level of yeah.
2: Once we saw the, the skull, extra like mm. yeah, once, <laughs> <laughs> was that really necessary? Once, once Marv yeah, was grabbing the in the second movie the grabbing yeah. to, to be
0: electrocution, I said, "Oh, I remember his skeleton." He's, and he said, "No, that's not I'm like no, yeah, his skeleton's about to appear. Wait for it." He's <laughs> like, "No, oh, it's no. not going to like yeah, wait for it. There it is." <laughs>
1: yeah. You got to watch out when you're looking at the Ark of the Covenant. Anyway, (laughs) uh, so the the one thing that I wasn't really prepared for, because I hadn't remembered the second movie at all Mm. to be completely honest ah. was the repeated all it takes is a rich lost nine-year-old kid and the holiday spirit to turn around the weird sad life of your loner adult so we've got the the pigeon lady yeah
0: with both of them yeah yeah uh-huh. and we've
1: got the shovel slayer
0: i'm gonna bring this back in with my background discussion <laughs> <I'm over. laughs> excellent very
1: excited to bring that back but uh, but yeah this nine-year-old kid he's got the all the wisdom i guess nine and eleven presumably for the
2: second movie
0: i think eight and ten
2: it's, yeah, there's a, there's a non sequitur here. He's
0: He was 10 at the time of filming in the first okay, movie, but yep. I think economically he's aged. Yeah, he the says mother so,
2: says she is, he is my eight-year-old son. Well,
0: and she yeah. also says to the proprietress, or I guess just the checker when he accidentally yeah. steals the toothbrush, ma'am, I'm eight years old.
2: <laughs> yes. Yep.
0: And then when he's at the Plaza Hotel says, ma'am, I'm 10 years old. My feet barely reach the floor. I'm right. Like, okay. How did you okay. age but
2: two but years in a what, year? It was supposed to be one year apart. A- like <laughs> well
0: but the movies
1: were two years apart it was 90 and 92 clearly
0: yeah and then just yeah in the timeline of the movie like yeah we lost him last year like oh there wasn't even like a year in between that you thought maybe we shouldn't travel
1: (laughs) and i mean i would complain here about continuity problems but i do feel like the first movie and the second movie both do more to address continuity than i would have expected yeah Yeah. they they really didn't have to yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It wouldn't yeah, not relevant to me as a child, would never have caught any of those. But as an adult,
0: I was like, This this is not passing credulity. Like, okay, you're really gonna forget your kid? Where's the boarding? You know, even in like nineteen ninety when Everybody listening to this that was born after 9-11, it was a lot laxer. Yeah, the no, planes
1: were very different then. You could oh, just everything. walk
0: on up to the plane unless you had a ticket. You don't get on, but if you do have a ticket, you get on. But you could walk all the way up there without doing pretty much any kind of security. So it's not actually that crazy that and you would have gotten that far. There was
2: none. There was no like metal detectors before you got there. There really wasn't anything. Or no, there, there was, was there were metal detectors. but you didn't have a something. ticket to get through them. Yeah. Yeah. No,
0: you could. Just and there go wasn't a the full yeah. body
1: scan at all, so the line was not ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: there wasn't the shoe bomber, so you didn't have to take out liquids. Yeah, or take off your shoes, and the liquids weren't. Thing it was just yeah you just sort of like went through the detectors and the scanners and you didn't even have to have a boarding pass it's not that insane but they really did a good job it's it, which I know some people I was shocked well I also watched both movies a lot as both movies <laughs> over and over I haven't seen anything past one and two three through six or God knows whatever's on the Disney Channel right now haven't seen it but the Bacalli Colkin ones yes over and over again that I was surprised to see people on the internet I never even noticed that like you said when the milk spilled and then the, there's the, mm-hmm. the, yeah, the the milk spills after the pizza situation it, there's
1: a whole Rube Goldberg situation that goes on yeah, with and him Fuller gets his brother swoosh. it <laughs> happens in both movies again it's another thing they wanted to repeat exactly with the choir in the yeah. his
0: family morning. is chaos they're gonna yeah. lose something why would you <laughs>
2: change the formula Matt
0: <laughs> <laughs> it worked the first time
2: <laughs> so much money <laughs> let's add a toy that everybody will buy <laughs> but yes yeah the milk
1: spills and then we get <laughs> to see spills. the that's what happened to his party pass it's
0: gone so of course that didn't happen and in the second movie you know barrels internally yeah it's somewhere in here okay we need to push back so just go
1: and there's the head count but of course the neighbor kid is there wearing a hat that's exactly his hat
0: Uh, very much similar to the beanie and even then Mm -hmm. the the cousin counts herself twice so I'm not sure how she got the right count because she should be (laughs) Uh, off by another one (laughs) anyway um, like third
2: and then again at the end yeah
0: you did not get that correct but okay
1: (laughs) (laughs) but I do have one question in terms of continuity problems Mm. and maybe somebody has an answer for me here yes
0: okay
1: does anyone know where Uncle Frank reading glasses are because he mentions that <laughs> and after all the other continuity things there's yeah. like oh there's, why there's one other big one why don't we see like it feels like his glasses should be used in one of the making of these traps there should be a magnifying glass trap or something Ooh, but. i also feel like it should have <laughs>
0: just like been on his head the whole time yeah. he's that kind of asshole <laughs> that's true uncle frank
1: i mean in fairness i was gonna save this for the bummer section but uncle <laughs> frank's whole deal i don't get oh yeah i mean
2: they were writing they wrote it for kelsey kramer
1: Oh, oh,
0: God. Oh. Like,
1: that makes so much sense. That it would work better from Kelsey Graham. A lot of sense. Yeah.
0: But, like, in the same way, too, that's also like weird casting. Because I feel like they casted like Frank and Leslie to be sort of older. And they've also got a kid that is like. Same age. Eight?
2: Yeah, actually younger. Uh, maybe,
0: yeah, maybe like seven or six. Because he would have been, yeah, like, yeah. Like, uh, Kieran Culkin would have probably been about eight at the time. So, probably trying to play more like six or seven. Yeah. How does that work? <laughs> 90s were hard on everybody.
2: <laughs> so, the other logical error, not, not error really, yeah, what, what but like I want to understand. Up? Where the fuck is Kevin's room? Yeah, yeah, that's a fair question. I don't think we ever see him
1: go into anything that could canonically be his room. And he
0: talks about he like doesn't. I think. Well, that's the other thing too is I think it must be that Frank and Leslie take over his room.
2: It must be, but it's, it <laughs> seems really weird.
0: Isn't that? Yeah, it's very strange. But other than that, like, why isn't he just like sleeping in his treehouse? Yeah,
2: yeah. That's supposed to
0: be like his treehouse. So just stay there. Don't be in the attic with Fuller. <laughs>
2: They made it for the movie and destroyed it right after. Yeah,
0: made it for the movie and yep, brought it right back down.
1: So the other continuity thing that I hadn't even considered until the movie was Kevin can't find his toothbrush because his mom clearly packed it for him. That was also a thing as an
0: adult that I was like, oh, how cute. Yeah, like, why would you be worried? Your mom's going to pack anything anyway. Yeah. Also, why he probably has to do laundry. He would not have any clean ones because his mom packed it all for him because he didn't pack his own suitcase. (laughs) She's got his toothbrush right there in Paris waiting for him. Meaning him to have to go buy a new one and accidentally steal it.
1: <laughs> Lady, why would I be in the grocery store on my own? That's completely ridiculous. <laughs> I'm a child. Now, by the way, here's the money and I need to
0: buy the toothbrush.
1: <laughs> the other movie Easter egg thing, which I did not manage to quickly find an answer for, it may be mm. out there, was the amount that the grocery store cost was $19.83. And that was suspiciously my birth year. So oh. I was wondering whether or not there was another birth year. It's not Macaulay Culkin's because he's no. a little bit older than me. But yeah, I like that—that that, yeah. that felt like too suspicious a number for that
2: time range. That I'm—I'm I'm wondering if there's something there.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe—maybe
2: maybe that's the character's birthday if he's yeah, anyway. There's suspicious costs and yeah. in the two movies. There's that one, and then there's also the hotel bill at the end, like. I was expecting it to be on the order of ten grand or more. <laughs> yeah, like, all the
0: all the plaza hotel room service was surprisingly yeah. low. I was like, this is going to be an enormous bill. Oh, they're showing us the number. It was like $5,000. Like, that's it? <laughs> no, it
2: was only nine hundred. dollars Oh, that's right. Yeah. I think I was
0: expecting $5,000. Yeah. And I was like, even that feels low to me. Wait, yeah. oh, under $1,000? I would not be mad if I was that dead. And because
2: he also chartered a limousine through the hotel for the day. Like, well, that should have no, been no. more. I'm assuming that, that Look, all got eaten by the
0: closet, He specifically said
1: that the limousine was comped as yeah. a result of walking in on his father in the be- shower. Because Tim, oh, because Tim Curry
0: it. pervert. I Sorry, I
2: missed that. I didn't, I didn't rewatch the second movie. As yeah, yeah, was yeah. It, the cheese
0: pizza. <laughs> the pizza. 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 <laughs> pizza. <laughs> Uh, Tim Curry was the best part of the second movie. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Curry was great. I, I
2: loved in the Senate of the Sins" video about those they took off a sin for, like, because Tim Curry's just a national treasure. He, I know he's British, but we're claiming him. We're claiming him. They took off, they took
0: off one sin, and then in comes Donald Trump, and they added a billion sins—literally one billion sins. I counted the zeros. So I'm like, is that a million? Oh no, it's a billion sins for Trump being in there. <laughs>
1: I feel like a particular trio in the second movie is a especially good trio and it is specifically Joe Pesci which from yeah. the first movie then we got Tim Curry added on the second movie and we've also got Rob Schneider, Schneider. And I feel like that combination of three actors in one movie that was it was all the ham is,
0: is there anything that feels like more 1992 than Tim Curry and Rob Schneider <laughs> as, a, as a comedy duo
1: oh it was great though it's beautiful
0: it was very good Truly it was beautiful. very good just like Two people both incompetent, but one being slightly more competent than the other. Daniel Stern
2: (laughs) and Joe Pesci as a pair in both movies, though. Absolutely Absolutely. fantastic. Almost didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah, Daniel Stern, they had originally booked him for, I, I can't remember, it was like six weeks of filming... And then they wanted to extend it to eight without paying him anymore. And oh said no! Bro. And, yeah, reasonable. And so they recast it for someone else, and the energy just was not working out. So they uh, finally just paid him the bullet and paid him what he was. <laughs> Good worth. call, solid call. I think I think they've probably
1: made that money back a few times now. Yeah, Good grief. <laughs> There was a detail again that it helped to have a rewatch because I wasn't paying enough attention to all of the minor details. But Sergeant Balzac—that's that, a—that's oh. a name choice. <laughs> also, the fact that he's got a stack of three donuts with one half <laughs> eaten, kind of indicating that there were more donuts to begin with. Well,
0: if you want all the flavors, you gotta just take oh, yeah. like a bite out of each.
1: Yeah, no, you gotta get a, you gotta get there early to get all the best donuts, or possibly just all of the donuts.
0: And then how how the one donut just like bit which like lands on the phone.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: And then
0: they, yeah. apparently that made it really hard for the editor because continuity, they had to only use the takes where the donut was on On the the phone. phone.
1: (laughs) 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 There are so many little details. like So after Kevin climbs the shelves in Buzz's room.
0: Got to get to the money, right? Got to
1: get to the money. And we got to get the tarantula getting out Mm because the tarantula is crucial to the the entire plot line.
0: We need a a scary MacGuffin racket. Absolutely.
1: After Kevin falls down, there's one book that we can see the title of that has clearly
2: fallen from the shelves and it's Geronimo. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> Speaking of the tarantula, I thought it was hilarious. They they filmed the screen that Daniel Stern did on set. Uh, only after they thoroughly assured him that tarantulas do not have ears
0: (laughs) oh that's very cute reasonable so actually that wouldn't have mattered anyway but um so they they did have like a little animatronic one and i saw a picture of it it looked terrible and they all agreed to look terrible they're like hey daniel if you're okay we're gonna put the real one on your face And he's like okay i will agree to do one take Mm -hmm. only and i didn't hear that they told him he didn't have ears because actually what they did do is he that, that scream did not happen on set he Voicelessly, just made that face because they didn't want to scare the tarantula because they couldn't devenomize or defang him because they didn't have time for that. And this wasn't a trained. It wasn't supposed to. It wasn't not supposed to be on a face.
2: Karina, I can't believe it, but we have conflicting IMDb. Oh my gosh. So I didn't get mine discussion. from IMDB. I didn't get mine from IMDB.
0: I got mine from several other independent sources. Oh, I, would, I would trust yours. That yeah, yeah. said he silently made that face and then afterward he dubbed ADR. in his scream because he didn't uh, want to scare, they didn't want, want to scare the spider either off of his face to make a bad take, right, or because then it might actually bite him and it's not going to kill him, of course, but then he's going to have like a swollen face for the rest of the shoot.
1: There <laughs> is also very clearly a rubber tarantula on Pesci for the scene in, in Where they there. smash yeah. him with well, the crowbar. Except, that they as soon as this the crowbar like he it's the scene right before they smash him with the crowbar i was expecting it to stay the rubber the rubber uh, like uh, they uh, have yeah. to have the tarantula running away so like it's unclear they, there's probably some interesting cuts in there <laughs> i think people close um,
0: enough yeah on some of them you can see it but they got there was the one on his face was really kind of like yeah, yeah. lobs it over and they did a good job of them like safely lobbing over onto his chest and then like stay still And i think from then on it's probably rubber
2: Well, I kind of feel like this is one of those movies where we could do the entire uh, podcast about the movie. Yeah, yeah. But Mm -hmm. let's maybe take a minute to talk about Bummers before we move on to the uh, build
1: so bummers for this movie are kind of interesting given that it's a movie from 1990 i would have expected more direct bummers The like the direct bummer for me is like isolation in the attic is what seems like a punishment not a great mom move <laughs> mm-hmm. really all of the 90s parenting feels pretty rough all of here. the parenting All yeah. the parenting's
0: pretty bad yeah this is the baby of the family usually that means that you're like getting coddled and treated the best and instead they all just shit all over him <laughs>
1: We've also got Harry and Marv who are like clearly going to torture and murder this kid. <laughs> sure. Different experience watching that as an adult than it was as a kid, like scary as a kid. But like, the oh, wow, these adults are going to kill this kid. That's not... When yeah. from
0: as far as we know, they've only ever been like petty criminals. But for yeah. some reason, they mm-hmm. are saying, and this is like the, the, the stuff that I wanted about too, like, why? He said, this is the house. Like, Harry is saying, like, this is the house. I want this house. This is what, this is the reason we're coming here. Like, why? There's nothing in the house that's that... Do you want a lot of poinsettias and, and you TVs. want tarantulas tarantula and some poinsettias? Because yeah. that's kinda all they got. To... Yeah. His there's family's there's so rich though. <laughs> but any other house on the block, why focus yeah. on this one that clearly has a child inside of it? Go away. Don't <laughs> don't get don't catch a murder charge. You're bad criminals.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, they are very bad criminals. They that's pretty well cr- established. I'll
0: just murder this child and then my problems will be solved. <laughs> I definitely won't have to go to jail for murder. <laughs>
2: Well, we also already talked about Trump. Um, Do you pay
0: attention, he gives him wrong directions. Oh, really? <laughs> he says to take a left, but then when you take the next scene, he's coming from the right.
2: <laughs> nice perfect honestly
0: (laughs) trump trump the child i mean
1: there's also the plaza hotel which is also vicariously donald trump in
0: that
2: yeah Yeah, he owned it yeah Yeah.
0: right which is why he was able to say i need to be in the movie like okay
2: (laughs) you did bring up earlier tsa post 9-11 and in the second Mm -hmm. movie we do have prominent oh yeah uh, prominent world trade Trade center Center. not only like i was like okay it's weird when they pan to
1: show them and it's like oh no he's on top of the world trade Center. yeah he's on the the deck Yeah. They did remove rough. it from,
2: from when they Some aired of the it years. on broadcast yeah. for a number of years, yeah. but they brought it back in they 2018. Back.
0: I remember that being like a thing after an 11 I was like, how sensitive do we need to be? Should we like scrub it? I was like, well, that seems like maybe not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. So also an actual bummer from inside the movie rather than just sort of surrounding pop culture and things is the buzz your girlfriend wolf line. Could have yeah. gone without that. The other two things I have is just everything going on with the Culkin family during that time frame. Yeah, uh, yeah. And John Candy's death always makes me sad. So that is sad yeah. too. getting to see him again, like it's so nice seeing him move. It's I miss great, John Candy.
2: I love that. So apparently, all of his entire part was ad libbed. Yeah, um, <laughs> they did that would fun, They did yeah. the it in one yeah. day. Twenty three hours of filming. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
2: Sounds right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and again, apparently Chris Columbus is very much like a person's like, don't, you don't speak to the script, don't ad lib. But with Candy, of course, he was like, no, yeah, no, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Adding on to the bummers a little bit too. Apparently Chris Farley had auditioned for the sad Santa that he comes out oh, and asks yeah. him for his yeah. family back and gives him a tic tac. But he came to the audition. He was just a mess. And
1: they were mm. presumably worried about whether or not he was going to be they, reliable. That's, and, yeah, that was but, happened
2: repeatedly to him, yeah, which is, so unfortunate. I get it, but.
0: Because, yeah, he, he was a big fan and they wanted him in the movie, but he was just unfortunately not in a state where he would be reliable.
2: The only other thing I wrote down, so talk boy.
0: The Tiger so, Electronic Talkboy. I had this toy. I know. And,
2: <laughs> and it was a, it wasn't a thing. This my is mom, something that they made for this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Um, and then decided to productize it. But then they decided productine? to productize a talk. Girl, that was a purple oh, and pink version. Yes, yes. It, this one came it, out oh.
0: after. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's the,
2: okay. That it,
1: fair. The '90s are a bummer, and the fact that we <laughs> decide to make products for boys and girls, and the difference is pink. Uh, and, the pink usually,
0: and the pink usually cost about twenty to thirty dollars more. Oh
1: yeah, no, you, you're paying for mm-hmm. that pink. It's an expensive mm-hmm. pink. That Pantone pink is needed by Barbie.
0: So expensive. So, <laughs> so expensive to be a girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gotta <to> punish you, <laughs> your girlness. I had the boy version before the girl version came out, and yes, used it extensively and felt very sneaky. <laughs> 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 and it had like a slow—you know, you didn't have to do—you didn't have to manually do the slowdown like he does in the movie. It had a speed up and slow down, oh. um, and then I could bring in my other little tapes that I could just make my own recordings of, and it was was very fun.
1: Well, on that note, shall we move on to the character build? Sounds great.
0: Sure, let's do it. <laughs> For listeners who are new to this podcast, we roll to see who's going to guide the conversation and also break ties when and if we're at a stalemate. And rolling dice is fun. What's everybody rolling with tonight?
1: Okay, so I had a lot of trouble finding a die that I really wanted to roll for this movie. I have something that i came up with that is probably a better fit than what i'm going to roll because what i'm going to roll doesn't fit with this movie at all uh (laughs) it it fits with my own personal timeline it was my birthday extraordinarily recently i just turned 40 and one of my friends found an etsy creator that will let you generally write initials on the the 20 face of the die do a custom print and uh so she got me a die with a 40 where the 20 usually goes so i will be rolling with that because it's never going to be closer to my birthday
0: (laughs) Never, never, this close to forty again. <laughs> never, never,
2: never, It's all downhill from here. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Forty's fine. <laughs> you know, I can't remember if I've used mine before in a podcast, but uh, it was a die from the Adventure Calendar from Ooh, Black Oak Workshop. Oh, nice. Uh, and it is a yeah, Santa. You might
0: have used it for Scrooge, but I don't remember.
2: I, yeah, it's, it's very possible. Um, but it has a little Santa hat on the twenty, and I like it very nice. I was yeah. considering <laughs> stealing that one from you if I didn't go with mine. <laughs>
0: mine there's a lot of people on the internet that make this one now and i had a hard time trying to track down where i got it from but essentially it's all yellow and it's got little cheese holes so it looks like it's a bit of cheese because he likes his creature comforts he likes his cheese pizza and his macaroni and cheese so cheese he's a a cheesy boy (laughs) he's a cheesy boy you can see pictures of these dice on our instagram at hollywood rolls well let's roll for initiative
2: not i i it could be you no for
1: for me Seven for me. Eleven takes it. Yikes. Oh goodness! <laughs> wow. Sad times. Sad rolls today, gang. Well, you know what? I am genuinely excited to be running this particular build. Oh, yeah, That's going be a fun one. I have some big swings here okay. that I'm looking forward no. to, and I, I get some more executive authority over them.
0: Oh yeah! I don't know whether to be happy or sad. <laughs> Okay, so I
1: think it is totally reasonable here to start with race. I think there are potentially some interesting options. But, of course, I have to look to Ian to hear how the <laughs> Eberron content is relevant
2: to Kevin McAllister. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I've got two here today. Okay, yeah. So starting off with the less interesting one, Mark of Making Human. Okay. Um, there's sort of like a Craft con- um, con- crafting, uh, construction, traps. making traps kind of thing. Because you you get proficiency in artisan's tools of your choice. And you get to add a D4 to ability checks involving those but the one that i like better is um because obviously he's an elf um oh no no. (laughs) all right all right continue continue mark of shadow elf you can weave illusions to distract it allows its bearer to sculpt shadows making it easy to avoid detection this in both the, movies, like
0: the Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. Yeah, he's and an the... expert
2: in creating shadows to 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 fool other people with
0: physical items that cast a light and a shadow, not with a flavor. Magic. Flavor here,
2: yes. flavor. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Interesting.
2: It gives you shape shadows as, an, as a cantrip, which I just—I think that's kind of fun. If that you're is... trying to create distracting illusions to, uh, you know, be able to work with your party, I think that's kind of fun.
0: If he was a shadow puppet master, I would agree with you. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I
2: feel like elf is kind of prohibitive there. Uh, of course. <laughs> yeah, it's actually the elf
0: that rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs>
2: No, I, just, I I thought the like the shape shadows thing works. The, the spells are actually pretty good. Silent image, pass without a trace, major image, mislead. But yeah, he's not an elf. There there are other races that that apply much better. So I'm going to make
1: my big swing right now. Can I guess what it is? gun. is not Herringon. Damn. That's okay. an interesting choice. We should maybe look at that later. But no, <laughs> I am
0: so confused. Is my gun.
1: We have discussed this on the podcast previously. Okay. All children are goblins. <laughs> oh. Goblins also true. Oh. Goblins, I think, is what we've said in the past. But here, yeah. I'm going with kobold. Yeah, I don't think
0: that's that big of a swing. We
1: got small. We got dark vision, which mm-hmm. seems appropriate given how well he's doing at night compared to these adults. We have got whiny. The kids are supposed to be afraid of the dark, but he, he's doing all right with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, sp- whiny. It's interesting. You would say <laughs> you get draconic cry as a bonus action. You let out a cry at uh, your enemies. It's one of things you can you. choose. Yes. And until the start of your next turn, you and your allies have advantage on attack rolls against any of the enemies who could hear you. And, you know, Draconic Cry, Probably there are some good appropriate moments to take from the, the, the scene, but all I can think of, of, course, is the aftershave moment with the draconic cry. <laughs> oh, see, I
0: wouldn't have taken the draconic cry, but okay, I can see that um,
1: now. Is there an option to not take it? I
0: think I... you have to take one of three, don't you, of these?
1: Oh, no. This is the kobold legacy. So the, Dronic, yes. Ga- the draconic oh, cry is legacy? separate. The, draconic, the the kobold legacy gives you three choices, craftiness, defiance, or draconic sorcery, yeah. and craftiness is where I'm going all the way for yeah. exactly the reason. That's was said, yeah, I said yeah, I said I wouldn't. Have, I
0: wouldn't have taken the...
1: So the Draconic Cry is a separate choice. Oh, you're right. You, you get, get Draconic Cry. Yep,
0: I'm looking at it now. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, thought that you was ca- I thought that was part of the legacy, but no, you're absolutely right.
1: So craftiness is really, it's just going to give you proficiency in one additional skill, but I like attaching the word craftiness to his character sheet. Yeah. And I think those skills are all going to be good choices. It's a
0: crafty little kobold. And especially on the rewatch of this movie, his family is really actually terrible to him. Oh yeah! But he starts off the movie kind of like a little shit too. <laughs> like yeah,
1: yeah, no, they're they're, they're all assholes. They're, they're all assholes. A bunch of them. <laughs> Their family could easily be a family of kobolds. And actually, mm-hmm. let me get let me get into the meat of why I think kobold is a good choice here. It's actually a little bit of an interesting reversal. The wet bandits, as it happens, are a much more normal d and d party. They've done some reasonable due diligence before their heist. They know what time all of these lights turn on. They've like snuck into the houses as police officers to try and assess what the story is. Like they've done a lot of the early due diligence they They also clearly have adventuring equipment. they've crowbars, standard uh, part mm-hmm. of the pack and then they break into the murphy's house and they're just like playing with the toys and arbitrarily yeah. stealing things with no rhyme or reason this feels very much like a dnd party
0: i think i had maybe had kickstarted something or came across it on dm's guild and i could not find it today but the impetus of it was like you were the adventuring party but you were doing like a heist and yeah. you and you accidentally find yourself basically in Kevin McAllister's house and he's you, this like little, I think in that one it was a halfling, but I did actually then go find one today, that it is a kobold that you yeah. are chasing through his house. The McAllister's
1: <laughs> house is clearly a trapped dungeon. It's so right it's there. It's a dungeon crawl and Kevin McAllister's
0: the kobold and you are the adventuring party. And, and by That's the end funny. of it, the
1: adventuring party is totally sold on murdering a child. This child has caused us so much strife. Gotta come The can. only solution is murder. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a kobold won't live long enough anyway.
1: But yeah, I think, I think <laughs> that, that, that hits all of the high points we need to, and Kevin as a, as a kobold entirely works.
0: It's definitely a way to play a one-shot, definitely. Yeah, and if you are at the adventuring party coming in, you know, you really, you know, they didn't have, this was only two of them. And if you have a bigger adventuring party, the amount of damage that this combo did.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. no, Truly really
0: terrible. You're looking at some of the video. there's been so many, like, doctor reacts or trauma surgeon reacts to Home Alone. And they're like, oh, my God, they're dead. They're dead several times over. Many. Even in the first movie, there was, like, six deaths, possibly, maybe, like, 23 of the whole like, course of the movies. Like, pain can to head. Oh, yeah, you're dead. Brick to the head dead every single time no way no way you're coming back from that but if you're a D group and you're like yeah they throw a book at your head make a dex saving throw nope You're
1: the fun thing is the you're a DD party make a deck saving throw oh you made it okay the person behind you make a deck saving throw yeah you successfully dodge oh. Up. <laughs> that was your dump stat sorry
0: you're dead zero hit points making death saving throws paladin's going god damn it <laughs> so that
1: yeah the real thing that we're missing from the wet bandits is the third member who's clearly there in the background resurrecting everybody <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, just popping pu- in
0: one hit point at a time hang on hang on I got you lay on hands lay on hands
1: okay 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 but for table play
0: yeah but if you if you want to be Kevin McAllister do you want to be a kobold I mean maybe you want to be but is that really sustainable for a party I don't. I think that could be fun. If you're, if you're all kobolds, that, maybe.
1: I th- yeah. If you're all kobolds, or if your party is on board for a little bit of uh, mischief and chaos that some kobolds pe- might bring. In. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. 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 But the, I, the more normal options feel like he is a human child. That is an option. Oh, that's not Um, – I I don't even have that on my list. Not even
0: on my list either.
1: There's one feat that I have some vague interest in picking up, which is the only thing that makes human at all interesting to Mm -hmm. me. But Halfling and Gnome are the other
2: short people races. Is there other stuff you guys were looking at? I went
0: for for all small boys.
2: Yeah. The the two main ones that I had were Halfling and Rock Gnome. And Rock Rock Gnome is the the canonical tinkerer – yeah, so like if you wanted to get that from race, that would work pretty well. But we don't have actually have good evidence that the rest of his family is rock gnomes. So
0: fair enough. But a lot of his family also seem to be ginger and he's not. <laughs>
2: yeah, I, I do like the halfling a lot because I like like, what, what lot. you brought uh earlier with like he likes his creature comforts. Like he wants to wear his robe around the house. He wants his he mac wants and
0: cheese like... and his cheese pizza. Mm-hmm. He's also, yep. you get brave, so you get advantage of bra- saving yeah. girls against being frightened. You get lucky, can't roll a one. And halfling nimbleness, we do see him use. He can move through the space of a creature that's a size larger than him. When we see him do that on the ice, he's like, whoa, like oh, through yep. other people. <laughs> <laughs> Getting a little, bit, a little bit slippery. I was looking at like, like maybe Goblin for some of that like nimble escape, but I think mm-hmm. we can kind of get there with halfling, where he's just kind of going, I'm just smaller than you, by."
1: Yeah, I, like honestly, the Goblin and Kobold build would be very fun to do in a party that, that works for especially yeah. well. They would also be really fun if you were doing a like a solo game rather than like a regular party game. Sure. But again, that's probably going to be like a uh, kind of niche. three session, very niche sort of character build. So it sounds like Halfling is, is a pretty solid choice that everyone can agree on. I think it's something think so. that would be
0: easier to play at a table. Lean into your mac and cheese and cheese pizza. (laughs) All
1: right. So with Halfling for race, I think the background discussion probably won't take too very long. Mm -hmm, Okay. So I have two that aren't haunted one, but Karina?
0: Well, he's clearly haunted because he has experienced years of abuse and neglect by his family. And it's turned him into a pre-adolescent psychotic attempted murderer. Mm. In the first movie, they were like burning hands, burning heads. Pretty vicious, but also like little micro machines. Second movie... He's dropping them from three stories. He's lighting (laughs) ropes with kerosene when he knows they're going to then fall from that rope. Mm -hmm. He takes a whole journey there into the darkness.
2: Yeah, he went straight to murder.
0: Pushed him way (laughs) over the edge, and his family continues to abuse him. And and only the people that are also labeled as society's misanthropes want to help him. The, the The neighborhood misunderstood uh, man that just wants oh to, old
1: man Marley yeah
0: old man Marley also kind of bringing in the awesome like Ebenezer Scrooge vibes right but oh but the, all he wants to do is be like a nice neighbor and shovel the drives and salt yeah. the salt the walks for people and just needs to reconnect with his family and the pigeon woman I think well she gets his name is oh, pigeon, pigeon woman yeah. she doesn't actually have a canonical name but again. Cast off by society has a real story. And, like, and this poor eight year old boy can commiserate because he's also been put down by, and they want to help him. And in both movies, they come to his rescue against the sure. baddies. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yep. I will say, like, I've got one other, but I'm, I'm kind of on Team Haunted one here.
0: And my, it kind of works. You get, I think you get like survival from it. So, and, and Monster Hunter pack is kind of fun. Let's get a snake.
2: Yeah, the only other one I had down was Urchin.
0: So I have urchin in there too.
2: Urchin is also on my list. Urchin's not terrible. It it gets you a lot of good things because you get sleight of hand and stealth. Both feel great. Thieves tools and disguise get proficiency, and then you also get a map of the city and the the feature city secrets. Feels pretty good for him.
0: I know. So we have to you have to kind of you know be with a cool DM and reskin this because is he an orphan? Did he grow up on the streets? Is he poor? No, none no. of those things. But, but he made his things.
2: family disappear with magic, so <laughs> he did do that. And he inexplicably is able to get around to like 14 new york city sites oh, yeah. in like an hour and a half and even yeah. just in his own in his own house
0: he can he can find an, an ancient blowtorch and mannequins and yeah he has like the, the ability to suss out his surroundings and use it to his full advantage mm-hmm. so if he, yeah we can reskin that a little bit and also his pet mouse can be bez's tarantula
2: that's what i've done to. <laughs> <laughs> pet mouse slash spider <laughs> I, I
1: also want to come back to the thieves tools. Now, the thieves tools may seem like they're more appropriate to the wet bandits. But when mm-hmm. I when I looked at Xanathars, and I couldn't actually find the rules I was looking for, but several people at least seemed to talk about them. If you're going to set traps, there are some rules in Xanathars that suggest that you do that using thieves tools proficiency. That's mm-hmm. true. I have so, seen
0: that as, as an alternate. So mm-hmm. you can make it like really hard for somebody else also to then disarm. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. So that 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 doesn't feel bad to me. The other other than urchin, the only other one I had written down was noble because it does feel noble. like the McAllisters are pretty <laughs> freaking wealthy.
0: It's a position. Oh so yeah, there's position of privilege as your feature, right? And is there a more privileged existence than a rich little white boy in the early
3: 1990s? <laughs> a pizza. <laughs>
0: he could just be out there alone, and barely anyone notices. Yeah, he can just get into the Plaza Hotel and then end up with a cheese pizza in the back of a limousine.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, he does. It seems like. He, well, so first of all, he he's not with his family, so mm-hmm. this is this traditional noble distinction of like you are an exiled noble but you can still kind of rely on those skills and people are willing to treat you better than maybe they really should Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. this is
0: peter McAllister, the father
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i like haunted one is interesting urchin gets us really good skills but i feel Mm -hmm. like the feature for noble does feel pretty right for kevin the only
0: other one that i thought would be interesting to throw out there too would be charlatan Only in the fact that he he does a good job of like lying to adults and kind of getting away with it. Like to to a certain degree, more in the second movie than the first. But even in the first movie, like he's mostly just kind of staying in his house and that police just kind of don't believe the parents, I guess, for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah. But in the second movie, gets away with a pretty fair degree of being able to pretend like his dad is actually really there and is getting uh, peeped upon (laughs) by... Wayward uh, bellhops. Bellhops. <laughs> Concierge. <laughs> Concierges. Um and you get uh, proficiencies with deception and sleight of hand is what I thought. But you know, he's not he's not forging documents. He's no. it's not quite that way, but I thought it might be something to also talk about. But mm-hmm. I'm happy with I feel like I feel like any of the three of Noble Urchin and Haunted One I'd be happy with. Um so I'm not gonna fight for anything in particular. It's up to you guys for how you feel. I
2: don't know. I I kinda like the idea that he is the haunted one because of the people that help him like because, yeah unexplained help of, of why are these people like going to bat for him they, they barely know him in both movies yeah, yeah that's fair yeah. i i do see that here's what i am going
1: to suggest i know we've done this recently but let's actually circle back to background after we've chosen a class and see if there's a proficiency that we really need to pick up from background that's, that's a good right.
0: idea yeah we'll put a pin in it
1: okay so that brings us to class and uh, this is where I have a job. So uh-huh. Warlock, you know, I was really worried Warlock was going to be impossible. Oh, We've had a no. lot of movies where Warlock oh, seems difficult. Yeah. But Warlock, I think, actually works really well here. Hmm. So first of all, I need to – uh, fundamentalist Christian, I am not. But I need to sort of go there because clearly Santa is just Satan spelled wrong. It's um, a journey. Okay. So, I have uh, to buckle in here. Warlock, my patron here is fiend. Yeah, sure. I I mean, the first spell you get is burning hands. Yes, yes. (laughs) Oh no,
0: (laughs) that's not how that usually works. But okay, everything literally burning a hand. (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) I
2: just thought it was hilarious. I got
0: the M's in your name now.
1: (laughs) The burning hands honestly works better for the flamethrower than the actual hand burning. But (laughs) But yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: how like bougie and like you have to? You're gonna get custom doorknobs with an M in it. Fuck you. (laughs) <laughs> it's
1: the 90s. Go for it. <laughs> um, so Santa, I think, is the – well, Satan, Santa, Sa- is, the, is the patron. S-
0: Santa the fiend, yes.
1: Very clearly, listening to Kevin's wishes, delivers on the family disappearing pretty much immediately.
0: Tic-tac bonuses. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, he he goes to interact with Santa later, so there's mm-hmm. very clear patron interaction there. But I think also he has been appearing to Kevin trying to convince him as the furnace, very infernal appearance. Oh, hey. Um, all,
0: all of his, all all of those um, visions have been Santa Satan.
1: Yeah, Santa Satan mm-hmm. uh, appealing to him. Uh, Santa also <laughs> very clearly associated with fireplaces, furnaces. He speaks out loud thing. all
0: the time. Is he yeah. speaking to his patron when he's like talking about like his his uh, skincare routine and how <laughs> he's doing pretty good brushing between his toes. Uh
1: huh. Uh
0: huh. He leaves them the milk and cookies.
1: He does. Uh, he's clearly making appeals to this uh, mysterious, otherworldly spirit. Mm-hmm. And last. The, the weakest evidence I have... I Honestly, I don't think that Kevin is necessarily going to be a high-level character, so I don't know how much need there is for a pact. But mm-hmm. if we were going to give him a pact... Pact of the Chain, maybe, and the brother spider, and that explains like maybe he's leveling up while the uh, while the house stuff is going on. Mm-hmm. So the the spider becomes his familiar over the course of the movie. Over the
0: course of the movie, sure. Yeah.
1: And the spider clearly there for him in some critical moments. So it's it's not True. without some some evidence that the spider yeah. is in support of Kevin. Some of the
0: videos that I saw today, people were saying like, "Oh, tarantula and machina." No good thing it just happened to be there when they grabbed him by the ankle. Like, yeah, because he's the familiar. He came and going, hey boss.
1: <laughs> the other patron. So I think. For fiend is the way to go. If you're going to go warlock, mm-hmm. Santa's the right patron. I feel like there's the, that, that clearly brings in the Christmassy vibes. You can have Sa- the Satan-Santa connection. Uh, hilarious. Uh, but... <laughs> Uh, the other patron that I want to work but doesn't is the genie patron because mm-hmm. he is granted a granting wish, wishes. but mm-hmm. you don't actually get limited wish from that patron until very high level. So unless your DM is like specifically on board for it, you've got a genie, the genie's gonna maybe do some things, and probably it's like the Trixie wishes you didn't mean to make a wish, but the genie's granting it anyways. The genie is a monkey's mm-hmm. paw,
0: yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So that that's my warlock pitch. That's what I got for warlock. Thank you, thank you.
0: <laughs> interesting, interesting. Yeah. No, okay. So
2: interestingly like we 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 entered this movie with the you know the, the continued goal of maybe when an artificial? can artificer work, yeah, yeah, and I feel like it actually works a little bit better than oh. than in other ones, okay, yeah, 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 mostly like the feel of this character and if he was entering d and d. I really like Battlesmith for him. Okay. Because I can totally see him building a little like robot companion
1: Micro uh, construct that I also <laughs> I, I feel like for Artificer you can also go artillerist and that that actually works here. He does have works. functionally
2: a flamethrower. Arricks, yeah, yeah, yeah. He uses I feel like Battlesmith is, is sort of like the, the, the medium where yeah. you kind of play in both worlds of the, the, the fighting and armor.
1: So I feel like I mean artificer's also just plain artificer minus the subclass yeah. is going to give you magical tinkering and that's going to give you a whole bunch of those sort of magical vibes so that that's the nice thing because it is level one Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. going to give you a lot of that sort of trap sense early on even Mm -hmm. before you have a a subclass so i think honestly any subclass is reasonable to talk about but i think we see some evidence for both yeah
2: yeah i I feel like it it works okay enough that like I, i could see this being a character that you could put that on and it would feel appropriate So
1: I I brought this up a little bit in background and I want to come around to really it's a pair of classes it's not one specifically but I think yeah either of them works in an interesting way but the, the bard rogue pair is an interesting pair. I mean, he does steal a toothbrush and his brother's life savings. Sure. So there is clearly some thievery going on there. I've got
0: rogue on my list,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. 100% rogue. Um, <laughs> and then he's got the like the most notable thing from the first movie that strikes me as a roguey thing, but really, honestly, Bard is going to give you the right skill for this, is the disguised self in the nativity to evade the wet bandits, where he uh Oh, he see, I just figured that hood. he was yeah. just
0: uh, hiding really well.
2: Yeah. <laughs> also, just a stealth check is totally reasonable mm-hmm. for that exact thing, yeah. I like Rogue a lot. There's two that work pretty well. There's Thief. There's also Mastermind. Yeah, Um, I have
0: two completely separate ones. Oh wow! What
2: what are your subclasses? Scout
0: and Arcane Trickster. Okay. Oh sure.
2: Both good. I can see that.
0: (laughs) <laughs> scout I like because you get skirmisher, So again, with that, like you want to be like a little slippery, hard to pin down in a fight. You can move up to half your speed as a reaction uh-huh. when they're close to you. So it's like, oh no, they're gonna grab my leg. Oh, bye bye. yeah. Oop, oop, and you get to get away from there. And um, yeah, and they can't provoke an opportunity attack. And you also get survivalist. So you gain proficiency in nature and survival. So you get double proficiencies for nature and survival. So that for a scout, yeah, I like survival's
1: that. not bad for Kevin. We again, his mother is sure that he's gonna survive in New York where she wouldn't. He'll
0: be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Arcane Trickster just kind of felt in that same kind of like cobalt mischievous one. Like maybe you can get like a little bit of that feel of like the elaborate booby traps. But we don't have to make them booby traps. We can make them magic.
2: So I the reason I liked Mastermind is he literally creates battle maps. And he himself, the actor, oh, did, yeah, I would, actually yeah. needs yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. sure. It is a good battle map. Yeah.
1: And the micro machines are very
2: well advertised in the middle there. Very well advertised. <laughs> no, I, I think um, just in general, I like Rogue a lot because of like the the natural abilities you know aside from specialty that you get. Like just bonus action disengage and hide works pretty well for him. Yep. And I like I kind of like him having sneak attack. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I think he's probably, yeah, if he has like a little dagger, if it comes to it, he's going to yeah, ambush them and just, yeah, give them yeah. a good shank.
2: Because most of them, like he's doing extra damage because he's hidden and it comes as a surprise attack to the, yeah. the people he's hitting. Mean, that even, works really even well. Even like, I feel
0: like Scout kind of works like that way, I thought it would be more fun to go arcane trickster because then mm-hmm. like you can just like go kind of wacky with like, what do you got? Uh, here, it's a paint can coming down, but it's an arcane paint can. Like something <laughs> that's like, actually it's, you can, and you can just reskin whatever magic you're doing to be like a micro machine or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and you, yeah. have to, you don't have to physically be able to set this. You know, if you're going into a dungeon crawl, you're not going to have set up booby traps, right? So instead, you're going to have to come in and how do you table play it? Just reskin some kind of spell that you're throwing as if it was a booby drop. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: the one thing reason I liked Thief okay. specifically, and okay. this is a, a tactical thing, which is not usually my All my, right, right. This is not
1: flavor here. text.
0: <laughs> oh, no, buckle it.
1: <laughs> so. Trigger um, warning for our our, <laughs> our viewers.
2: Ian's talking about something other than flavor tech.
0: It's mechanical, everybody. Hang on.
2: <laughs> so fast hands as a thief gives you one thing in particular that I think is interesting here. Um, and is that you can use object as a bonus action, which I like the 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 idea there is that you can trigger a trap as a bonus action.
0: He runs by. He triggers a trap and runs away. But again, this is this is, if, is like, this if you is have not, time to set up a dun- your own dungeon, which are you going to be able to do that?
2: There's a bunch of times where he's like, as they're coming after him, he's like setting up the next trap. Oh, I don't disagree like with you. that this is
0: yeah, what he's doing in the movie, I just don't know how this is going to translate to. I'm in a party in D D. I mean, oh yeah, I know no. that,
2: that that's a whole problem in itself. That, that like you, you're going to have to adapt this character in some real way. making traps in the dungeons that you're entering. I'm not sure, quite sure how that's yeah. going to work. Um, but if you're trying to lure people in and then set traps on them, yeah, yeah that's going to no, feel I pretty good. I don't disagree
0: that one's kind of good. I, no, it's meant to be more like I walk past them and I stick my hand in my pocket. Like It's more of the sticky bandit. <laughs> 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 I've got your ha- hat now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what, what I'm going to note here, specifically putting on my DM hat here, is most anyone mm. is going to be able to interact with it, an object fair. in most of the ways that, that we'd want to. But like that does allow you to accomplish some really complicated and interesting traps. And Kevin McAllister is a complicated, turn. <laughs> interesting ta- trap kind of guy. Yeah,
0: It feels more to me, Marv, though, where he coats his hand in some scotch tape and just walks around <laughs> going, ah, I've got like 50 cents in change. <laughs>
1: Uh, yes, the,
2: the the sequel, The Sticky, Sticky Bandits. Bandits. For,
0: for, from his patron, Santa. <laughs> indeed,
2: indeed. But I think Arcane Trickster is actually an interesting option. I, I think, really I think like the, Arcane, Arcane Trickster. I I'm fully I think it's sold. A, I
0: think it's a way of getting like a little bit of like, he's a little bit of a shit, and we don't have to get it from Kobold. Because you know, he wasn't born bad. He was made that way by his terrible parents <laughs> and his siblings. So you can get a little, you can be as nasty as you want. I mean, it doesn't have to be that nasty, but just a little, a little sting on it.
1: Yeah, that works pretty well. All right. So I'm going to make an executive decision unless I'm outvoted. So we're going to go with Rogue. We're going to go with Arcane Trickster. I think that's great. I like it. And then for background, I think the things that we were going to get from Urchin, two duplicated with Rogue. Yes. And so uh, Haunted One and Noble are the remaining choices. Honestly, both of the features are going to give us functionally the same thing, which Mm -hmm. is that people want to help us sort of outside the norm. I think we'll go with haunted one because I think oh, okay. that explains more of the people who are helping him because it's it's yeah. not necessarily people who would care that he has money. It's
0: almost a trauma bond. Like I yeah. s- I see that you've been put down and I've been there too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I was gonna I was gonna argue for noble, but I think the way that you're describing it, I'm actually fully on board.
1: All right. Well, then we will discuss ability scores and come back with a more complete summary. We finished discussion offline, and as far as ability scores, Kevin is highest in dexterity, with wisdom and charisma tied for second, and we dumped strength. So to summarize, Kevin is a third-level, lightfoot halfling, arcane trickster rogue with a Haunted One background. So, how playable is he?
0: I think this is actually going to be pretty good to, to feel like you're getting the vibes of the character. I know that, like, we've had this discussion before with, like, us being sort of, like, um... You know, the, the impetus of the podcast being if you're new and you're trying to figure yeah. out how to play, I think this will help you kind of inform how to play. Yeah, you know, do I want to play him as like a little kobold? Yeah, of course I do. <laughs> Is that really the, yeah. easy for like new players to then feel like Kevin McAllister? So yeah, yeah,
2: the advanced play version of the kobold warlock. That sounds yeah, amazing. Right? Uh, but like... Honestly, like a halfling rogue is pretty fun to play too. Yeah. Yes. No, this is, I feel like in the abstract, this is a pretty solid build to begin
1: with. Arcane Trickster is not the rogue subclass I usually gravitate towards, but like attaching the trap aspect to that makes that feel especially good. Mm-hmm. We we picked up some, I usually we don't talk too much about spells during this section, but I feel like we should talk about spells because <laughs> sure. they really make this character work. But so you we,
2: just said we weren't going to talk about spells. <laughs> yeah, and here yeah, we yeah. are. All right, so we got- <laughs> That we got, was <laughs> then, this is not- Oh, Ian,
0: <laughs> That was 5 seconds ago. Now it's now.
1: <laughs> so we got we got minor illusion to to manage the shadow thing. We couldn't pick up the shadow cantrip that uh, yeah. Ian wanted. It wasn't on the right spell list, but that's okay. We got mage hand. That just comes from arcane tricks, you also illusion also helps with
0: the shadow things yeah, you yeah, wanted yeah. before. Yeah, totally. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And then we got shocking grasp. That one we don't have a canonical thing, but Karina was saying maybe the hand buzzer could be
0: like a little hand. I know he doesn't have one in the movie, but it feels it, it's, it feels like a thing he would it do. It's right like a prank thing, thing he would do. Yeah. He'd be like, "Oh, oh, you caught me! Buzz!" And now that I love that spell so much because especially when I would play a wizard, like yes, it lets you
1: crucial ways to escape Someone's from combat. Someone's next to me, and yeah. I
0: need to get out of melee without an attack of opportunity because I'm a glass cannon. Bye bye. <laughs>
1: And then we got cause fear for when he wants to put a movie on in the background with gunshots. We I got love that. Uh, we got burning hands for the flamethrower, and we got grease for the tar on the stairs. So like we, we got and, a lot and of options. And like trap the ice, just the yeah, general ice, ice as well. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. spells really I think help solidify this as Kevin in a way. If you're mm-hmm. playing those right, I do want to bring it back around to the the kobold build. I do think. I'm not sure how advanced this play would necessarily be. If you wanted to try and run D&D as a solo sort of creative game where you were willing to sort of fudge the rules a little bit more than normal with like a kid playing as a kobold Kevin McAllister. That'd be cute. Then you could actually make setting up traps and creatively figuring out what's the stuff around the house that he's using to do this or the stuff around the dungeon. Yeah, give
0: them some downtime to make up their own little trap yeah mm-hmm. they I, make the dungeon that'd be kind of cute But i think
1: that works as like a sort of a, a two session sort of one shot pretty well
0: yeah now you as the dm coming with your body go, uh oh what are we gonna do
2: <laughs> yeah yeah
1: incompetent bad guy thieves yeah, yeah perfect. Totally you know we cute.
2: haven't we haven't played very much of it kind of in that same genre we did have a game that you had gotten for luke that's called stuffed fables yeah some like uh,
0: kid oriented yeah rpgs
2: and it's not exactly like using things around the house you are like more Bentley. of a Toy Story thing. It's or? more of a Toy Story thing. Like you're, you are this the like, stuffies cute, that yeah. are are trying to um, defend the, the the bedroom, but
0: your child is having a nightmare, and you're trying to battle the nightmares, I think, is sort of the... We played it a little bit, Luke got into a little bit, Naji not, not so much, but it's been a couple maybe, years maybe since we no. played it. I don't know. Yeah. yeah uh, give it uh, a shot.
2: But it's it's sort of in that vein of, like, it, it, I, I could see the... If, if you could reimagine yeah. the characters in that, that RPG, uh, a, a kobold uh, in, in that environment could be kind of fun. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds really good. I Like, all I had for alternate systems for this one, like, kids on bikes would probably still work here, too.
2: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But... Yeah, what we really need to do is we need cobalt stuffies in the kids' bedrooms so oh, they can help yeah. to battle the. I have two yeah. cobalt stuffies. <laughs> oh no, we're set. <laughs> well, we we we've completed the task
1: now. That that clearly needs to happen shortly. They're in my uh, office currently.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I kickstarted them.
2: Of course you do.
0: <laughs> you told, you showed me I the do, Kickstarter. I, now I remember. It's it. your fault, but oh, I own them. <laughs> perfect. They're Absolutely adorable. Perfect. I love them so much. <laughs>
1: Want to play Kevin? You can find the character sheet at hollywoodrolls.com. Please leave us a rating on whatever podcatcher you use. Strike up a conversation with a slightly weird and scary stranger who could use some advice from a preteen and mention the podcast while you're at it. The best place to find us is hollywoodrolls.com. Email us suggestions for movies or characters at lesincompitants at hollywoodrolls.com. We're at hollywoodrolls on Instagram and Patreon at patreon.com slash hollywoodrolls. All right, everyone take a breath. We're not sponsored by
2: D&D Beyond,
0: Wizards of the Coast,
2: Kirkland Brand Wines and Spirits, Discord,
0: 20th Century Fox,
2: Shannon Craft, Black Oak Workshop,
0: Little Nero's Pizza,
2: OK
1: Plumbing and Heating, The Kenosha Kickers,
0: Angels with Filthy Souls,
1: Angels with Filthier Souls, Duncan's Toy Chest,
0: St. Anne's Children's Hospital,
2: Pepsi, or Coca-Cola,
0: Airport Express Continental Air Transport,
2: Emerson Electronic, Buick, Dodge, Ford, American Airlines, Avis, Dr. Seuss, Bell Telephone Company, Playboy, Galoob Micromachines, Fabergé Brut Aftershave Lotion, Colgate, Band-Aid, Choose Chicago, Tropicana, Wonder Bread, Craft,
0: Tide, Tic
2: Tac, Century
1: Whiskey,
0: the Tiger Electronics Talkboy,
1: or the American Dental Association.
0: Thanks for listening.